Welcome to the EC News. This is your law correspondent, Laura Bramham, reporting to you live at the High Court of Australia. Recently, former New Zealand Prime Minister was the sub- Mr David Lang was the subject of an Australian Broadcasting Corporation current affairs program, Four Corners. Mr Lang is initiating a defamation claim against the ABC as a result of the program's alleged allegations that the New Zealand Labour Party had come to be improperly under the influence of large business interests as a result of those interests making a large donation to the New Zealand Labour Party's campaign for election in 1987. Among other things, Mr Lang contends that the report conveyed false and defamatory claims, suggesting that Lang, the Prime Minister, had permitted big businesses to dictate government policy through generous donations, as well as stating he had abused and was unfit to hold public office, not to mention accusing Mr Lang of being corrupt and deceitful in that he had accepted gifts of shares and profits on trading on share trading for a leading business figure and had permitted the, the figure to be set up as a share trading account on his behalf, therefore the return of the interest going, to, going into his account. However, this case was not just heard in the Supreme or County Court. Instead, it was heard at the High Court of Australia. This is because the court required to seek clarification of the interaction between the implied freedom of political communication and defamation laws in Australia. In particular, how the implied freedom of political communication and what extent that reaches. The High Court's judgment in Lang's case was a unanimous decision between all of the High Court judges. Their findings were based on reviewing the Thiphanius and Stevens case, which also were questionable on the freedom of political communication. Their joint judgment held a large and significant impact as they clarified the defamation laws and the interaction of defamation laws and the implied freedom of political communication. During this, they developed a two-part test to determine the interaction between these two aspects of law. Firstly, the question was, does the law effectively burden freedom of communication about government or political matters? The scope of political communication was narrowed from the Theophanes to mean matters that could affect their choice at elections or the affairs of federal ministers and the executive. And second question was, if the law does burden that freedom, is the law reasonably appropriate and adapted to serve a legitimate end which is compatible with the maintenance of representative and responsible government. The objectives of the government in making the law are considered. In this case, the court accepted that protecting the reputation of individuals was appropriate and adapted. So basically, this case was significant as it had to deal with how not only do defamation laws interact with politics, but the freedom of the media to inform the public of issues and significant 
facts that are occurring that could potentially impact how they vote in the federal election and how that would impact the running of the country. So the outcome of Lang versus the ABC goes far beyond just Mr Lang and the media. It not only confirmed that in Australia, unlike in America, there is no freedom of speech. It is restricted to an extent. However, in saying that, it did reiterate that there is a freedom of political communication that is not just within six months of campaigning and and the election, it goes for the whole year as they believe as the constitu- as the high court believes that the constitution states that in order to form a responsible government and re- representative government it must be allow for this freedom of political communication to stretch for the entire year every year not only through the interpretation of this case and the constitution did it confirm those principles of the justice system in Australia. It also created the two-part test that helps to navigate through disagreements of the constitution and defamation and the implied freedom of political communication in today's society. Overall, the purpose and means of a law do not undermine a representative and responsible government. And then, if that is the case of a, a law, it is compatible to work alongside the Constitution. And thus, Section 109 still remains even in this aspect and in the Lang versus ABC. Along with Theo, Fannis and Stevens' cases, these cases have become fundamental cases that clarified the implied right of freedom of political communication and how this rests in the Constitution, regardless of the fact that it is not an express right. So unfortunately for Mr Lang, we'll still be seeing honest reports from the ABC and other media outlets. Thanks for listening.